welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. You know, we've been doing a lot of remote everything. Remote learning, remote working, Zooming, Skyping, WebExing, just a lot of remote stuff. But my next guest, Teaching Brainiacs, has been doing the remote thing before quarantine. So she's out to help you, your kids, and everyone. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back with Teaching Brainiac. So guys, I have Priscilla from Teaching Brainiacs. If you've been on Instagram, you have not missed her. And you know I love bringing you small businesses. And guess what, guys? All my HSing family, fam clan, parents, she is also an HSer. And for those of you that don't know what I mean, she's a homeschooler. So Priscilla, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Priscilla, and I um, am a homeschooler, as she said, and I'm also from Teaching Brainiacs, which is my own personal teaching brand. So, okay, you know, I've known you for a while now, (laughs) and I've watched you grow with the whole Teaching Brainiacs. I never really got a chance to ask you, how did Teaching Brainiacs really start? (laughs) Well, if you want to know, it actually was called uh, Teacher Priscilla at one point, Um, because I was just still trying to play around with names and and figure out my own identity as a a company. And um, it was just something where I saw a need, and I, in my community specifically, especially in the low-income families, and I was like well we have to do something about it it's always a complaining of the kids are behind the children don't know how to read they don't know math and then I was like well I've been a tutor for many years why don't I do my own thing I'm a mom I have kids let me do it and then I just went for it and I'm still learning and growing still trying to figure it out (laughs) and the one thing I love about you is like you're your own one man band (laughs) or should I say one woman band yep so (laughs) It's, it's really cool to watch. And I mean, I've seen you at several events and you're promoting this. And what's <laughs> one of the things that you have seen throughout the years since you've started this? What is one of the things that makes you most proud to say, you know what, I'm going to keep this, this teaching brainiacs going? Got it. I mean, of course, events are fun and everything, but for me, it's just the one-on-one time with my students, or if I have a group class, and they're understanding the material. For me, I just take it one student at a time, and that's what my true passion comes from. Seeing that light bulb go off when someone, you know, gets and understands the concept that I'm teaching them, or like currently yesterday, I had a student teaching a fifth grader math, and he was like, oh, I could do it another way. I'm like, so then that, that to me brings so much joy. And it's like, there's no money that I could ever top that ever. <laughs> that is so awesome. Okay. Now, speaking of no money, one of the things that Priscilla does is the whole free thing. You know, she's speaking our language. I keep telling people <laughs> I'm fluent in English, Spanish, sarcasm, and free, and not necessarily in that order. So <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what made you say, okay, 
I'm going to take on, because this is a business for you. So what made you say, okay, I'm going to definitely take on these free classes? Well, there were several reasons. Number one, um, it was a pandemic that we're going through. I hope I could say that at work. Um, but with everything that's happening, you know, everyone was kind of lost, didn't know what to do. We were in lockdown. Um, so it was a way of giving back to the community in the way that I like to do, which is I'm always volunteering. I'm always giving back. But I was like, well, there has to be more to giving back in another way since we couldn't be in person. That was one aspect of it. Second, a lot of people don't know who I am and people will never know who I am if I don't put myself out there. Um, so I was like, let's let's go for it. Let's see if people like it and then they'll come back and potentially want to you know, see me on an ongoing basis. Um, and lastly, it's just for fun of it, just be able to meet new faces and, you know, and be able to enjoy and do what I do without the, oh, I don't have the money. You know, the, unfortunately, this is the situation we're in where the income families don't have funds and I get it. And I didn't want that, that to be a burden to be able to spend time with me. Wow. Okay. So it's really a matter of you giving back. That is so cool. That is like really, really cool. <laughs> so, okay. One of the things you mentioned is that you have not only one-on-one -on -one classes, but you have group classes. Yeah. Okay. Which came first? Was it the one-on-ones? Cause I know most tutors work with one student at a time. You usually don't have a group setting. Yeah. So originally when I was a tutor with other companies and, you know, when I was a broke college student trying to figure it out and try to figure out my life, um, I did the one-on-one -on -one setting, but when it came to my business on, um, uh, before my business, actually what uh, kickstarted I meant to forgot to mention that I was an online instructor for English teaching young kids on a platform online and it was a four-to-one and I also taught in another platform where it was one-on-one -on -one. so that's kind of like where I was like if I could do it for them I could do it for us over here in, in New York and the U.S. because I was teaching Chinese students so you were teaching abroad yes I was oh wow see I keep telling people there is such a market Yes. And this was something you were doing without going abroad. Exactly. I was doing it on my computer just as one right before everyone transitioned into virtual. I was doing that well before that even was a thing. Um, you know, I was a mom. I was having some mental um, issue, not mental uh, issues, but I was having some health issues. So I wasn't able to like go out and work. So I was like, well, I need to make money somehow. And then little did I know it was, uh, if I remember, uh, remember correctly, it was online tutoring or along those lines. And pretty much all you needed was a bachelor's and that was it. And then, you know, of course, be a, um, a resident of, or like have your English be a primary language. And then I went and applied to a few places. I was new to it, so I wasn't great at it. But, you know, I got with time, I got better. And then it, that just kickstarted everything else. Whoa. So, guys, if you are still looking out there, Priscilla is giving us the tools here to tell you, hey, if you are an English speaker and you have a bachelor's, you can tutor abroad, which is, you know, and I mean, we've heard of these things, and but we normally don't think of them. And, and I'm yeah. glad that you're, you're bringing this to the forefront. It's like scam, scam, scam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's usually what we're so afraid of. It's like yeah. the, the, you know, the, we see the red flags and the little red alarms and it's like, no, I got this email. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Beep, beep, beedo, beedo, beedo. No. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. And so, um, the, the same thing here. Like, I was just like, that's kind of weird. But, you know, I, I watch a lot of YouTube and then I was like, well, let me, you know, dig dive into this. And then um, I reached out to some recruiters who are also YouTubers for the companies and they helped me. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And unfortunately, a lot of the Chinese regulations have changed. So um, although one of the companies I work used to work for is global, um, they're no longer servicing uh, New York and California um, residents. So that's kind of like a bummer. Okay, okay. Well, things happen. And as, as, we, as we know, as we've known with the Panini panorama, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, things do change and sometimes we have to, we have to pivot with it. Yep. So, okay. You get to the point where you are teacher Priscilla teaching yep. Brainiacs, yep. but you don't only teach children because I think most people, when we think of tutors, we either think of tutors for our young children or tutors for a college student, but you also tutor adults. Am I correct? Yes, I do. Okay. And you're tutoring not only because you, from that background, you also tutor non-English speakers for ESL. I've done that. And I also have done um, a student, like two or three students for GED as well. Oh, so you, you do all the all around gambit where you are tutoring from, you know, from elementary all the way up for the HSE classes. Wow. Wow. Okay. I originally started with high school students as a tutor. And then because of this, uh, transition with me being an online instructor I was like oh let me go and because my children were in the process of being in elementary school I was like well let me go and check that out and then um I was working for a company prior also that was I was a tutor and I was working with young children and then I was like oh my god this is not bad you know because I was never let's be honest um I'm sorry I'm very honest but I'm not very a, a kid person like that so I was like, oh, I don't know about kids. What am I going to do with kids? And forget it. Like, it just completely transformed my life where I'm like, well, where are my little kids at? <laughs> like, yesterday I met, no, it was like a few days ago. I met a two-year-old and he gave me a hug and a high five. I'm like, okay, hey, what's up, buddy? Like, <laughs> I know, they're the, they're the cutest. I, I think that's uh, the one thing is like, <laughs> kids are so honest at, at one point. They're just like, you know, they either like you or they don't like you. Yeah. And like you said, they come up to you there. They're not afraid. Like no. you have to, you, you're, you're, you're kind of the one that has to let them know like, okay, there are social distancing rules because they will just run up to you and just like yeah. show you some great love. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and they just literally, they'll sit on my lap. I don't even know these. I mean, I'm swear as like another, another student of mine. Um, I miss him. I haven't seen him for a while. He'll just practically sit on my lap. And I'm like, uh, okay, buddy, you're in like third grade. What are you doing sitting on people's lap? But okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, you, and you know, it, especially like when we've, cause you and I have done events together yeah. and it's like these kids and they come up to you and they're like, hi. And you're like, okay, I love you too. I'm not sure why you love me, but yeah. great. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's like, a, it's a beautiful thing, but it's kind of like awkward. It's like, what are you talking about? But it's so freaking right, right. It's like awesome. And then, you know, me, I'm kooky and crazy. So I have all these kind of get-ups on when people see me. <laughs> I know. I know. I think the first time I saw you, you were dressed like a clown. Yeah. The first time, <laughs> the first time we met, you were dressed like a clown and it's like, 
that's teaching brainiacs and i was like but why is she dressed like a clown <laughs> is that halloween it's like okay great that's teaching brainiacs go go her like i didn't know what to say. Well, you remember me though if i'll say to you then you're like oh yeah the green the green bright green with the, the yeah clown. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so oh my gosh so what is it you're expecting where are you expecting this to take you because that that's that's one thing it's like do you see this becoming more than just you do you see this becoming a franchise or something where you can get other tutors on board and you can make this a larger brand? Yeah, that's a loaded question. Um, but, but even before I mention that, it's funny because um, the transition of my name happened. It's like a weird time because um, I don't know if you knew, but I was already on um, the news a few times with the teacher Priscilla stuff because I was doing a lot of uh, volunteer work. And then, um, then you know, I transitioned into te- Teach Brainiacs. But as far as the goal for Teaching Brainiacs, it's the whole reason why I did the name change also was for it to be more encompassing of potential more employees. So um, pivoting is one of the biggest challenges. So right now I'm in a real transition of pivoting. And yes, I would like to, to be maybe a whole, um, which is ideally a dream, but we're going to make it happen this year is like just to have a framework where it could just be like a all-encompassing multiple service kind of like when you go to the check cash and it's like a multi-service thing it would be nice to have a teaching place where guess what the mom doesn't know english the child needs help with math oh let's go to teaching brainiacs they could get service there um teaching brainiacs is connected with a lot of resources so then you know it could be like an outsource kind of thing for oh you need you know a doctor's um oh go over there to this person or um you know and then it could pivot even further you know having you know tutors work for me and then i focus more on speaking engagements or um even doing group classes on how to do this or group classes on you know english as a second language you know the the world is endless and limitless (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So let's switch gears here a little bit. Cause I did say you are an HS or you're a homeschool mom. So oh, no. <laughs> how has this, because, okay, I will tell you full transparency guys. When I jumped in, I jumped in with both feet, had no clue what I was doing. I cried in a couple of offices, did not know how to write a letter of intent did not know how to and we're talking about someone with two degrees and <laughs> I was just like lost in the sauce so how has this been different for you um so for me it was um I remember it was, I recall I think it was with you that you told me the steps thank god I found you because I was sort of in the same limbo like I don't know what the heck I'm doing all I know is that what I don't want. <laughs> so I was like, let's focus on one thing at a time. Thankfully, I did bump into you right before um, the time for school, actually. Right, <laughs> right. Because I told you there was a time limit. There was a time yeah. limit. And for those of you that don't know, um, the time limit, if you're looking to homeschool, is right before school starts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it depends on your area. So if you're in, in, in an area where school starts in August, you really have to start in July and have your paperwork in in July. If you are in a place where school starts in September, you have to have your paperwork in by mid-August. And this is with your letter of intent 
ends your not so much your syllabus yet, but definitely your letter of intent and um, your home instruction plan. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks to you, I was able to do that. So um, I did the, the first off, I did the letter of intent. Then after is when they told me, they responded maybe like a whole month and a half later due to a lot of influx of, of parents wanting to do this. Um, then I won, and then I uh, did the second part, which is the individual home instruction plan, which is the IHIP. They call right, it. right. Because um, I messed that up the last time, but now I remember the initials. <laughs> and then um, from there, I'm just, you know, rolling with the punches. To be honest, it's a lot and it's um, taxing, to be quite honest, um, because you have to think about having, when you're a mom, I'm sorry, dad, if you're listening, but when your mom is like, you are the keeper of the household. So there's like, you have the organization, you have the appointments on deck, you have to, you know, make sure that the laundry's on the house is clean and not to get into too many gender roles and all of that, but it's just the idea of where the operational part of the house. And just to add that on, it's just like, oh my God, that's like another weight. Um, so to be honest, it's just been very taxing and challenging, but it's just a matter of, you know, taking it one day at a time. And that's the best we can all do at this time. Yeah, that that really is it. That really is it. And so I have to ask because I haven't had to homeschool during a pandemic. So how is this different? Because and I think the the real question for me is because you guys did on um, remote learning before this. So how was the transition from remote learning to full on homeschooling? Well, the 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 biggest transition was the worst transition to, in my opinion, was the in-person to remote because that's where children weren't used to that. Um, I, like I said, I was used to teaching to young kids doing online because they did that with me, but those children I taught in, in China, they were used to it. My children weren't, and they, I'm very strict about technology in the house. So that was a huge transition for all of us. And um, I honestly did not like it for my older children. My youngest, her, her teacher was amazing. Um, I appreciate all the teachers that do what they do, but you know, you gotta be honest about some things. And sometimes that didn't quite work, whether online or in person, if you're not a great teacher, sometimes it just doesn't work, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, so that was the biggest transition for us. And now that we are no longer remote, I think that was the best thing because that was stressing me out so much. I think I, I done got like so many grades. I don't even know where they came from. Um, and then um, the homeschool is just a lot more. My, my thing with them and my thing with myself is that I just have to give all of us grades because there are a lot of students, unfortunately, even at this time that aren't even learning right now due to many shortages and stuff that's going on. Um, so we just take it a day at a time and everything is a lesson like we mean you have spoken about a lot of times like you know house chores are a part of learning you know home met school uh what is it home economics Um, right right home economics you know know, and for those of you that don't know that for those of you that don't are always thinking well, homeschoolers just sit home. No, they don't. Everything is a lesson. There is a lesson in every yep. thing, um, you know, and, and one of the things, I think one of the greatest joys that I get, that I got out of it was watching things that I didn't know were happening, watching mm-hmm. the learning that I didn't know was happening. And it was like, 
I, 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 and, and I tell people this story all the time. And I think I've told you this before, where I thought when my son was struggling to read certain words and I'm like, oh my gosh, this kid is not picking up. But I mean, he was already writing his name. He could read his name. He could read certain words, but it was like getting him to read by himself was a big task. And then I'm reading this email and he's like, well, why are you reading about cold pizza? And I'm like, dude, you can read? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're reading over my shoulder. Like you can really read by yourself. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's moments like that, because I think that the, the craziest thing is most, even most homeschooling parents are like, how did you do that for 12 years? Cause most homeschoolers quit after year three. Uh-huh. And I, and I, and I don't, I don't know if you know that, that percentage, but yeah, most that's the average is if they start in the first grade by third grade, they're putting their kid in school. Or if they start at any time afterwards, year three is like, they're done. Like they can't do it anymore. So people were like, well, how did you do it? And how, how did that work for you? And I'll tell people, it wasn't always easy. It wasn't always easy. There were times, there were times when I was just like, oh my gosh, you're going to military school. You're not even going to regular school. You're just going to military school. (laughs) Exactly. I I hear that. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's just, you know, don't think that when we say homeschooling is, it's, it's, it's not always the cat's meow. And it definitely, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yep. Because especially if you're a parent working outside, it is hard because it does take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But again, everything is less and whether it's a chore, whether it is, you know, going to the grocery store. Um, and it's so funny because We remembered the other day where I think it was second grade and we held up the line because I told, and I was always doing this. I would tell like cashiers, clerks, hey, uh, this is a homeschooling lesson. And I remember telling the cashier, you might want to get everybody off the line because we're not going to ring this up until he knows exactly how much this costs. And I was like, he has to know to the penny. We've, we've got coupons. We've got everything. He has to know to the penny. And it was taking him some time, but he did it. And people, and the funny thing is people actually stopped. Some people stayed online just to watch him do it. Aww. And then there was just this one lady's like, oh my gosh, he's taking so long. Why are you torturing your kid? And it's like, I am not torturing him. He's learning how to count. That's properly. Right. <laughs> oh man. And it took, it took a little time, but it was worth it. I mean, you know, and, and it's things like that. There are, there are things all over, you know, that you can do. And this was well before things like passport and stuff were out. So those things are, of course, making it easier. But yeah, so I, I know for you, this is like a whole new territory. Yeah. And it's honestly quite, and actually not really, because even when they weren't in school, I was big on um making sure that they learned in the summer um because and I would call it mommy boot camp and we would do like at the time when they were young I would have them do like little packets that my mother would give me or whatever and it'll just be like math packets ABCs we'll do some videos on YouTube and um, leapfrog was a great one that we had um that was right to us from the their aunt 
And we would just do that. And I wanted them prepared. And then um, little did I know, I did all this preparing to find out that it's either the curriculum is too far ahead where they want these kids so far further than they where they need to be, or they don't, they, they, they're just very lax about something. So by the, once my kids were in school, my kids only hit until second grade with the whole panini. And then I just took them out once they hit third grade. My son was actually moved up to third grade. Um, he was, a, he's a year behind my daughter. And then my little one, um, the same kind of similar thing with the reading thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to rush her. I'm not going to pressure her. Uh, me, myself at five, I wasn't able to talk. So why am I going to push my five-year-old to like, you know, not, you know. Right. And I, I think that's really what it is, is also one thing about homeschooling. And, and I know you know this from tutoring, is that meet, it meets a kid where they are. Exactly. It meets a kid where they are. So you get to find out how your child learns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and that, is, that is the coolest part is you get to find out how your child learns. You know, you get to find out if they're really an, 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 a hands-on learner. Are they a visual learner? Are they a creative learner? Are they all of the above? And let me tell you exactly. something. If you have an all of the above kid, God bless you <laughs> because I have a, I had a hands-on learner. So if you have an all of the above kid, God bless you because they keep you on your toes. Yeah. And um, the, the, the biggest challenge is only the, the fact that there's three of them for me personally. And they're all like very close. Like thankfully my, my two oldest are like closer to, you know, doing the same work anyway. Um, and then the little one, you know, but she's not tagging behind. She actually, because I, I gave her grace and I just let her do her thing right now. Listen, they'll all sit randomly. They'll read all books from the library and everything. And I don't have to say a thing. And I'm like, I like that. I, I think I could work with this. And she'll sit there and she'll try. And listen, you got to learn to try and do it on your own. Cause I'm big about teaching independence early too, because the reality is that no matter how much, how, how much we point, point this out, they're children and they're going to be adults like us one day. So we Oh man, could you say that again for the people in the back? Cause I swear people have babies and think they're going to be babies forever. I don't understand. I don't understand the disconnect. I really don't get it. My personal thing is you're going to be an adult. So the best that I can do is teach you the best that I can to be the best citizen and adult that you can be, because we cannot forget that everybody's like oh yeah when they're young oh yeah I'll be there for you whenever you need me that went out the window when we became a mom so let's be realistic by the time you're raising your children nobody's there to help you raise them either so we got to do our part and especially with the homeschooling aspect it just adds another layer of um not stress but it's just another layer of oh I'm in charge of everything in this child's life now I got to figure out how to do this correctly you know what I mean um so that's that and another thing that was cool for me was what opened my eyes was that I was like wow that's pretty cool because all the only homeschools I've seen was like on Instagram on um you know YouTube but I never seen someone in the Bronx and a woman of color I'm like okay that's that's like um it was like a a like star in the rough or whatever they call it a a diamond in the rough is the saying I think it is it's like oh that's that's pretty cool like we can do it you know what I mean like it was it wasn't something that was I never thought of right, right. And, and I think, and the funny thing is, everybody, <laughs> the one question I get is, do they actually go to college? It's like, no, after they graduate 12th grade, we just stick them in a the box and forget about them. Like, yeah. of course they go to college. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, no, they have a regular life. No, it's not. And, and I think, I think my one thing to you is, and I think it's, it may be different for you because you are homeschooling three instead of one, um, is the engagement, the, 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 you know, social engagement, whereas they can actually talk to each other and they get to do things with each other. And I think that was one of the biggest questions I got. But I mean, one of the things like I told you was physical education was Taekwondo for us. So he went to Taekwondo class. There were music classes. There were other classes. So yeah. So you're muted. That personally bothers me when you tell people about, I mean, I'm new to it, but I'm, I'm sure this like hits everybody when you hear, it's like one of those things that bother you. You're a homeschooler, oh, but the socialization aspect, whether I have three or like in your case, you have one, what socialization skills are they learning in school if they're only abiding by rules all day of sitting in, in when you're supposed to be seated? Yeah. You have to ask to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, prison style because hello let's be honest and real about that we're we're pretty much treating our kids like prisoners in schools that's part of the reason why I didn't want to be a teacher in a school system because I was like I don't want my kids to feel like oh more rules I have to sit here I have you know that to me is uncalled for let children right right there has to be organization but god darn it like you know what I mean like let them live you know what i mean they're kids they have energy like you know what I mean? right like, you know, right running rampant half naked or you know what i mean <laughs> exactly exactly and i think one of the funniest things is people didn't realize like people were like oh well does he have friends i was like yeah he goes to mcdonald's with his friends every once in a while he he you know he's he's made and they're like well where are these kids from and i was like St. Raymond's, Monsignor Scanlon, any school that's in the area. And there were like a group of them and they invited him over and they go, they chat, they have fun, they talk, they do. And it's like, yeah, there is socialization. And, I, and it's like, you're not, this is not a lifetime movie, people. There is no kid under the stairs. Like, what the heck are we doing? And I think that's, I I think that's one big thing. I have to honestly give you kudos because one of the things that you are doing that you've recently started is doing the Instagram lives to, you know, get rid of a lot of those stigmas and answer those questions and get the familial bonding. And because I think that was the one thing was people asked during quarantine was like, I don't know how to get through this and I was like you just do I was like you know the biggest challenge you're going to have and everybody's like what I was like making sure there's enough food in the house because that is the one thing that when especially when you go from them being out to being homeschooled is you are now breakfast lunch and dinner yes seven days a week (laughs) yeah right now it extended its time um, and my thing is like the other thing that people fail to realize is that well before this transition of civilization we were us moms that's where our job was and I like I said I really don't like to hit gender roles because unfortunately it, it hits controversy right in the day and age of cancel culture I'm very careful about what I say 
but we've been doing this for years. This is nothing new. The only challenge is that because of jobs and, and things like that, we drop our kids off to school so we can go to work, which essentially doesn't quite make sense, but it is what it is. That's just the reality of what we've done. Um, so it's just a matter of getting, like it's like unlearning what, I, what we've learned to get back to the root of what we used to do. And that's all it is, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, and, and, and to touch back and to piggyback off what you're saying about teaching is everything of anything, um, you know, even having them, you know, help you in the kitchen, having them help you clean the dishes and. Right, the, right. Because you, you were just it. part of a, you were just part of a program that we had done oh, yeah, called sure, yeah. Sylvia's Kitchen, yeah. which I talked about. Um, if you guys listen to my thing with Rick Cadman, this was the program that I was talking about with the plant-based cooking and oh my gosh your kids were having such a blast doing this the whole cooking and I talked to other families and other students that had done it and they love this because the my 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 I was so to be honest with you I was so apprehensive about this when I was like, oh my gosh, this is plant-based and kids are not going to like quinoa and kale and all this stuff. And it wasn't until your daughter, like got in, I think it was your, 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 your oldest daughter got in and she's like, I'm cutting this. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're actually excited about this. <laughs> like she just jumps in the camera and she's like, I'm cutting this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh man. And it's funny because um, when my oldest was in school with me, I was with my old two younger ones. And because we had nothing else to do, I would bring them to the farmer's market to, but I would have to take the bus to the farmer's market. So the farmer's market already knew me like once when they, whatever they came, I would be there. And at that time it was pre-pending me. So, you know, they had like the cooking uh, things and everything. And let me tell you, these kids was chowing down on some kale and garlic and broccoli or something like that. They were like the light of the whole show for the farmer's market because they were like, oh, I want more. I'm like, what are y'all doing? You can't have all of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, for the cooking classes. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, pre-pandemic, a lot of farmer's markets and green markets had cooking classes. And mm -hmm. of course, because it was food that they cooked, they would offer it out. So they wanted everybody to taste it, but I guess uh, yeah. your two little ones enjoyed it more than they should have. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, nobody was there, so it, it worked out to the benefit, but it's like, don't act like I, like, I didn't see y'all before we left. <laughs> and then they were like in awe because they were like, kid, young, such, so young to eat, um, these kids are eating like kale, which a lot of young kids do not like, um, like greens and vegetables you know how sometimes it's very hard for the kids right right so, yeah. which is like, which is one of one of my one of was one of my first like things when I saw one of the uh what was it and it was I think the one that you fixed which was the kale salad yes the kale salad and I was like oh my gosh how are we gonna do this <laughs> and you were just like they loved it and I was like okay we're winning here we're winning here everything everything they enjoyed and um, the cool thing about even us, like right now, we're um, transit helping. I'm in a process of a fitness journey for myself, and the kids are actually joining up, which is actually I'm so proud of and I'm so excited about. You know, I'm a little, I'm tough on my kids, very, very tough, because I have expectations and, and you know, I want them to know the harsh realities of life and, and things like that. 
Um, they can tell you I'm tough on them and everybody who knows me knows that I'm tough on them, but we are in our fitness journey. And one of the rules in the house is, and I don't want to be limiting to uh, like uh, treats and stuff. I just want them to understand that every day does, we don't need to have juice and chips and all of that. We need to focus on- Right, right, right. Need fo- and they'll sit there and eat a whole bag of apples in one day. They don't give a crap. They're like, okay, let's eat apples in or whatever. So yeah. at this point, I'm like, are y'all vegan? Because hello, like- <laughs> Just leave, like it's leave, laughing right now. Leave the little flexitarians <laughs> alone. Leave the little flexitarians yeah, right? alone. <laughs> that's what they exactly what they are. And they're laughing in the background because they know it's true. I'll buy fruit and then like within a day it's gone. Apples, pineapples, you name it, it's gone. So I'm like, okay, so what are we doing here? But anyway, so my thing is like <laughs> I rather than eat, you know, those kind of foods and I want them to transition into right. eating more whole foods so right. that way. In the future, you know, unfortunately, our bodies isn't kind to us sometimes. So when we get older, you know, we get extra ch- rolls and stuff and and having them actually exercise with me. I would right. do karate from a YouTuber where we do like a fitness app together. We'll do our abs, our whole body um, and things like that. And, and that's just our, like our bonding time. And it's pretty cool to have like a little team. So now I'm like, so not only in my Twitter, but now I'm a fitness instructor. Let me find out. Let me get my license. That, that that's the way, but that's the way it goes. You always transition into this thing that you don't know you're doing when you're homeschooling. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I, and I love that you've taken to it. I mean, I, I would have never imagined from that few minute conversation that this would be a whole thing for you. You know, so, I mean, this is, this is so awesome to watch because what was it? It was last summer that we had that conversation. Mm -hmm. In August. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had that conversation and it was just like, okay, you're going to do this. And you were like, yeah. And then you just started like messaging me, like, how do I do this? I'm sorry. I don't mean to. And I was like, you're, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. This is what I'm here for. Yeah. So yes, guys, if you need to ask me questions about homeschooling, I do have some, um, there are things that I will, if you are in a different state, cause you guys know we are in New York state, I will have to refer you to your state, you know, educational system, because I don't know what's what for your state. Um, but for the most part, federally it is allowed and there are certain things that you can do and there are certain protections that you do have so if this is something that you are looking to do please either reach out to myself or Priscilla um and Priscilla what is your information so people can reach out to you either about teaching brainiacs or for homeschooling information sure so I do have a website and it's www.teachingbrainiacs.com uh, my email the same way teachingbrainiacs at gmail.com and would you like me to provide my phone number as well no but you can definitely give you your instagram or any other social media oh so you look me up on google teaching brainiacs is gonna pop up because i have also a google kind of store setup or thing whatever that's called a, a business profile i think that's called um so you can find me on google but yes i'm on um also yeah you could just find you'll put teaching brainiacs for instagram and it'll will pop up no weird numbers or anything on the on the sides either awesome awesome priscilla it has been amazing having you on um and i'm glad that not only is your business thriving but your homeschooling journey is going well mm. hey grace <laughs> <laughs> listen 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 you you, you don't 
you don't get out get out of this without being initiated so you've you been initiated I mean? it's, yes. <laughs> just think of it that way this is this has been your initiation process <laughs> yes right <laughs> so yeah, thank so you so much thank you so so much no thank you and I, I hope you don't mind that I interject really quickly about this um my thing personally was that with this school year it was like going to be a, a test run and a trial run more importantly um like I mentioned earlier I just want to give my children grace and give them the chance to be kids and understand that you know what you had a tough you know two years with this whole panini that happened there was a lot of stress and duress that I even put onto them and everything that has happened where we were allowed to see family and stuff like that so this was my year to do that for them um so I just don't know if that would resonate with any of your viewers but I think that that is so important that we do that for our children because you only need a child once. And if we at least captivate the beauty of just even just staying home and just chillaxing and we don't have to run at wake up at six in the morning and I have to brush our teeth and then we have to run here with it, run here and say, listen, we're going to start sometimes at eight. Maybe we'll start at 10. Life happens. It is what it is. We slept in a little late because we're having too much fun learning or whatever it was. I just wanted it to be that that kind of thing for them because I just felt that they were just so overwhelmed and so was I. So this is like, even though it's homeschooling is like our break and um, I'm still like starting and restarting and, and, and doing that. Um, but I just want to let you know, I don't really follow a curriculum either. I just kind of go with what I know that my, the children learn in third grade because I tutor or, you know, whatever the case is. So it's just a little end note. Hopefully someone understands that sometimes it's just what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely, guys, make sure you're paying attention. Get on her Instagram because every Saturday at 5, she does a live where she and her colleague actually do things. They dispel myths about homeschooling. They explain it. They work through some of the family bonding as well as mental health help and art and creativity and letting you guys know that it's not all about sitting in the classroom and watching a teacher show you something on a board that you're trying to figure out if you're going to use in the next 20 years. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> you put it right on the nose. <laughs> so, yes, guys, yes. But thank you so much, Priscilla. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Didn't I say she was out to help everyone if you feel like you've missed something don't worry about it guys her information of course is in the show notes so you won't miss a thing definitely check her out if you're looking for esl tutoring for both adults and children and it can be done in person and remote but definitely Check her out on Instagram. Again, her information will be in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. And you are now listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queenpin.